0: Welcome to Grabs podcast, where we can all experience a search that led to a rescue. Our guest today is Lieutenant Joe uh, Ivanecki, uh, who rides the ladder truck with the city of Passaic, uh, New Jersey. Uh, Joe, tell us a little bit about your department and your
1: experience. Oh, I got on in uh, 2005, and uh, I became a lieutenant just a little over two years ago, June of uh, 2019, and um, uh, we have uh, four engines and two trucks. That's what we ride every, every, every day. And uh, it's we're minimum like we try to get four guys on a truck, but that never happens. It's usually three across on every piece. And we have a sometimes we would have a contact and uh, like a safety officer and uh, and the battalion chief. So it's. It's usually like nine guys in each house because there's three rigs and there's two engines in a ladder in one house and two engines in a ladder in another house. Oh, all right. Yeah. And the battalion chief rides out of one of the houses. So what's uh? so
0: what's the first alarm? So uh, what's the first alarm assignment look like for you
1: guys? So if we have a first alarm on my side of town, it will be the ladder, both engines and one engine from the other station, okay. And uh, the battalion chief. All right.
0: So, uh, what's the uh, what's the search culture within your department? Like, who searches the engine, the truck? First do, truck. second
1: do. Truck, truck, truck takes the front of the building and does their search. And uh, the engines usually pull up, and they stage by the first hydrant or the closest hydrant, and they'll either, if it's a confirmed working fire, they'll just lay in. But if uh, like, say if it's food on the stove or something, then the officer from the engine will come in with me. And, uh, and then usually he'll say, guys, stay back, it's nothing, or bring a fan to, to okay. the engine company. And then, but the truck will go in and do their search. And so when you guys have, uh,
0: do the truck, um, do you guys split like to the roof? Do you guys outside vent? Do you have all in for search? What are you guys doing? Uh,
1: well, well, I'm on a tiller. So yep. when, we, when we pull up to the front of the building, the, the chauffeur will usually stay with the truck okay. and get it ready. And the tiller guy will pack up and go to the, to the rear of the building. And then I usually just go in the front door and investigate and see what we need. And usually I'll meet with the B guy, the tiller guy. Yep. We'll, he'll either come in the back door and meet me on the first or second floor. Or if he can't get any access to the rear, he'll have to come back around to, to the front. Okay. and he'll, he'll, he'll give you a size up of what he what he sees in the back like this last fire when we pulled up we actually saw the back of the building but if we didn't see the back he would have went to the back and saw the fire coming out the first floor you know you yep. so, know because there was nothing showing from the front okay
0: um what kind of searches did you guys do do you guys like do you guys uh, split search? Like one goes down the hallway, one takes one room, one takes another. Do you guys tick search, rope? What do you guys do?
1: normal tick search, you know, or, or off a line. But most of the time you're going, you know, the, it's usually all compartmentalized apartment houses, you know. So it's all tight, tight, small rooms. Um, so usually we try to stay together, you know, when we're doing a search, but most of the, that never happens. So usually like he'll take one room, I'll take the other room and, or he'll take one apartment. If it's a, has to be a rush, he'll take one apartment. I'll take the other apartment, but we'll still be together. Kind you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like on the same wall. You know? Absolutely. Um, so then what, You could go right there. <clears throat>
0: um, and then what about, so since you guys have three on the truck, one stays outside, two of you guys are going in pretty much for the search. Are you guys yeah. taking out windows as, you vent, um, as you're as you searching for vent? Or what are you guys doing for that?
1: Mm, only if the chief says to. Okay. I, I, I don't like to break windows. Yeah. You know, um, as, as I go, because you could create more problems.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Joe, uh, take us back to January 26, 2022,
1: and tell us the story of your box alarm. Uh, well, we we had an alarm to uh, 82 Central which was alarm activation. And we get there and a lady, you know, burns her chicken on the stove. So it was uh, a first alarm, but we returned everybody. As soon as I went in, we, we smelled the food and we pretty much returned two engines right away because it was uh, barely any smoke. So they all returned. When we vented out the apartment, we returned the other the other two engines and the chief and I were the only ones on scene. We reset the alarm. I told the chief, everything's good. Alarm reset. We can terminate command. He's like, all right, terminate command. I'm going to see you later. I'm like, all right. So he leaves. We're sitting in the truck. He makes a left up the block. And he, right away he says, I have smoke in the area of uh, Harrison and Maine. Dispatch me to proper units for this call. So I look at my chauffeur Jordan and Jordan looks at me and I'm like, let's go. It's, and that's not us. That's ladder one. We're ladder two, but it's, it's right on the line of our district change, you know? So I'm like, well, screw it. I don't care. Let ladder one get mad at us. I don't care. We're a hundred yards away. So we turn the corner. We are pulling down the street. The chief looks, he's happy as a chief would be to see a ladder truck pulling up before the tones even went over. So he puts it over as a, As a second alarm right off the bat. And um, we had about 10 people on the fire escape. I I I look at the chauffeur, I go, Jordan, you know what to do? He goes, I'll get it up. Just go, just go ahead, go, do what you do. I'm like, all right. So I get I jump out of the truck, I run up to Chief Haywick. Chief Haywick goes, There's a lot of number of people inside. Don't worry about the fire escape. I got this with the one cop that was there helping him. So he was getting the people off the fire escape with the police. I go in the front building. I, I look down the hallway. It's the hallway had to be about forty to fifty feet long because there's a restaurant in front, and it's a three-story walk-up apartment building with the restaurant commercial on the front first floor. But normally, when they have that, there's an apartment in the back on the first floor. You know. So I, I go down this long hallway. I kneel down at the steps. I tell them that the fire's in the back, you know, first floor rear. Charlie corner, Charlie Delta corner. That's where I could see into that apartment. But as I kneel down, I see a guy's legs, his feet in the smoke. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So I go up, I grab him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's just coughing his lungs out. (laughs) I pull him down to the floor. He's like screaming at me. I'm like, look, there's the front door get the hell out. He's like, okay, I go. I go, is there anybody else in there? He goes, yeah, they're right upstairs. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I put my mask on because the smoke had to be maybe three to four feet off the floor. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so thick already. I can't believe it. So I put my mask on As soon as I get to the top of the stairs, I bump into a lady holding onto the railing. I'm like, I'm like, all right, come on, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. I grab her help her down the stairs. I get her to where she can see the front door. I go, there's a front door. Is there anybody else? She's yelled something in Spanish. I didn't know what it was. So I go back up the stairs right where she was, was another person. I'm like, where are these people coming from? I'm like, all right, come on, let's go. I I guide him down the stairs. I go, is there anybody else in there? He goes, I don't think so. I'm like, okay. I grab his back. I walk him to the front door. I push him, get him out the front door. I go, chief. He goes, I was about to say, I'm going to go back in. He said, there's nobody else. He yells to me, there's a lady stuck on the third floor in apartment six, six. I'm like, okay. I just go back up. I bypassed the second floor. It was getting pretty hot on the second floor. The fire was coming out the first floor. Um, and, I mean, not close, but you could see the flames coming out the apartment. The lady left the door open. I went to go shut it, but the, it, was too, it was way too hot. And I was like, forget it. I got to go up there. So I just went right up to the third floor. I'm feeling the doors. I, I'm using my tick. Tick just kept shutting off. <laughs> I put it on. I get five seconds, it shuts off. I put it on, I'm like, forget the gun. I can't use the tick. I'm wasting too much time. So I'm feeling the doors for numbers. I can't feel, it. I'm like, there's no numbers on the door. So I just go in the apartment. I just start yelling. I stay to my left. I hug the wall to my left. I find one bedroom. I yell in the bedroom, nothing. I yell, I find the next bedroom. I yell in the next bedroom, nothing. I said, all right, I go out to the hallway again. I go to the next apartment. As I'm in the next apartment, I hear a scream. And I hear like, like like two like thump thumps, and I'm like, what the hell? So I right away I turn around and go back. I crawl back to that apartment. I go back in that apartment. I start screaming, "Where are you? Where are you? Where are you?" I'm like, are yell out, do something!" And I hear a scream and a thump again behind What's me. What's the conditions in that apartment right there? Awesome. Right at the- Smoke to the floor. Okay. I, I kept wiping my I kept wiping my mask thinking it was going to get clear, but it, it wouldn't. I probably wiped my mask a dozen times and I'm like, all right, it's, it's that, it's that smoky in here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I get back to the hallway and I just stop for a second, you know, I just stop. I stop breathing and I'm listening. It was all you heard was crackling and I'm going, Oh, and then I heard a gasp for air and a cough. And it was above me. And I go, son of a bitch. She went up the stairs to the roof. So I crawled in front of me. I found the post. I grabbed the post. And I just, I mean, there was shit everywhere. Milk crates. I'm throwing pink cans out of the way. A bike, a scooter. I'm like, what the freak? A Christmas tree? I'm like, yeah, you're fucking kidding me. I crawl up this the stairs. And I actually run into her. She's at the top of the stairs in the fetal position. I put my flashlight on her. And I I can see her. She has her hands like this, her hands over her face, and she's at the crack of the door. I'm like, what? So I, I reach up. I grab the doorknob. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's locked. So I feel up the door, and I feel a deadbolt. And I feel it's a key. Like, I can feel a cylinder. I go, son of a bitch. They have the lock reversed, so you can't open it. So I ram it with my shoulder three times. And the third time, I said, all right, I'm not getting it. I, I come back down. I I grab, I I turn her over and I go, man, could you hear me? Do you understand? She's just coughing her brains out. So I'm like, all right, here we go. I go, ma'am. I go, this is going to be a hell of a ride. So just hold on if you could. And I take her shirt and I put it over her face up over her face. I get under her arms with both my arms. I jerk her up into my chest and I just start barreling down the stairs and I pretty much grabbed their pants with my other hand and they like, I don't, I don't know if it was her fat or what, I don't know, on her ribs. And I just squeezed it as hard as I can. And I had my, I had to keep grabbing the railing with my right hand. And I just kept tripping over everything. I went right down the stairs, right into the wall. Then I turned, I got to the third floor. She's coughing her brains out. So I said, well, screw this. I spun her around, got under her arms, and I just bolted down the stairs. And I don't know if her her, her feet got broke. I don't know. Well, I just bolted down the stairs. When I got to the second floor, she started screaming because it was pretty hot on the second floor. Then I'm going down the, from the second floor to the first floor. Two firemen are running up the stairs. I run past them with her, knocking, like hitting them. And I'm like, at, at the end of the day, I'm like, didn't they see me with her? But they didn't. I guess I get down to the first floor and my chauffeur grabs me and he's like, Joe. And I'm like, Jordan, Jordan. I'm, I just kept going. So he came around, grabbed her feet and we ran her out. And, uh, as soon as we got outside, EMS was right there. I put her down, EMS grabbed her and I'm like, you're good. They're like, yeah, I go chief. I'm going back to the bill door. I mean, the bulkhead door. And, uh, to finish the search on the third floor he's like okay so that was that i went up to went up I, I opened that door up top and then uh another city was up standing there on the roof one guy from patterson new jersey he was standing there and he goes where do you want to vent i'm like right there that's the fire vent right there he's like okay and that was it i, we, I cut four holes with him and uh and jordan my chauffeur I told him, go down inside and stay with the engine guys and if they need help in, or finish the surf. There was nobody else in there, but um, see if they need a hand.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you got plenty of work.
1: Well, in the first five, six minutes, yeah, because nobody else was there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, when you guys arrived, you had, like, you know, you said, like, ten people on that ladder escape. Um, was yeah. there
1: – was that first, second floor, third floor? Um, cool. And then um, – okay. Third, a lot of them came out of the third floor. I saw a a video. Yeah. A lot of them and little children came out of the third floor, went down to the second, and then the ladder drops down.
0: Okay. So, my next question was going to be like, what's your guys' plan to get them down? But the the ladder escape was working appropriately. Yes. Okay. Surprisingly,
1: yes, it was working.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's just say it wasn't. What's uh, your chauffeur usually ladder it? And when you guys arrive, is
1: that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 uh, this, when the second ladder showed up, they threw a ladder up to the
0: fire escape. Yeah. Uh, and then once you went inside, I mean, you kept on running into people. You had that guy in the very beginning, you know, that was standing up. Then you had, uh, you know, going up the stairs. Like, why aren't these, why don't, you? Why do why aren't these people evacuating? Obviously, they're still conscious.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah, they were standing. They were standing with their hands over their face. Yeah. And, and grabbing the railing. And I, I guess you would think that, you know, creatures of habit, they, they go in and out of that building. How many times a day, right? Dozens a day, day. you would think that they would know to go down the stairs, but why was the first guy, the first guy was about four or five steps up leaning against the wall with his hands over his face coughing. Why would, why didn't he just continue down the stairs? And I asked everybody that question and everybody's like, they probably were just overcome with smoke. They weren't thinking right. Yeah. Yes, that's it. You know, like those two people on the second floor. Why didn't they just grab the railing and come down? They were just at a standstill on the second floor. Yeah, they amazing. were fine with me pulling them, forcing them down the stairs. They walked fine down the stairs, yeah. but they weren't moving when I got there.
0: Yeah, it's amazing that like just a little bit of smoke, a huff or two, like they totally get disoriented and like they, they didn't even get on the get low. You know, no, which is almost no. a they normal
1: thing. They were standing up. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Again, that door, apartment doors were left open. Yeah. And they were preaching it from the Bronx fire. They were preaching it, you know, on the news and everything here. Yeah. You have to close your doors, apartment doors. They were open. You know, it's never going to change. But, and now with COVID, why at 3.30 in the afternoon, you have a building with 30 people in it? Yep. Because of COVID. I guess, you know, everybody's home. Yeah, especially January. So,
0: like, when we track a lot of these, uh, we noticed that last year as well, too, is that um, all of them in the news, typically January, we don't know if it's because it's really cold or COVID or because of both, I guess only time will tell, but, like, we have mo- almost, we have a ton of multi-rescues per fire in January.
1: Like, you know, there's usually two, three, shit, 16, you know, 20 sometimes. Yeah, I... If, I mean, if you want to count everybody on that fire escape that the chief and the cops got out, you yeah. had to be 10 on there. Well, you got 10 on there. Then you you know, you went
0: in and had like three or you know, what, four on inside. Four, so I mean, Four inside.
1: But when I was going in, three were coming out. Yeah, so 17. I'm like, well, I'm like what are you people doing in here? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, it's this bad and you're still, what are you, you don't, well, suppose we had no alarms activated either. Oh, there was yeah. Not one smoke detector was going off in the whole building. All right. So, and, and you yeah. know, the people are so used to the alarms going off, they don't leave. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I hear that. Yeah. What the, I'm going to guess it was open stairwell by the yeah. smoke travel.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I'm good. Awesome. All right. You got anything? Uh, what What's something you learned from this rescue? So you had a rescue in 2011. Um, what, what What did
1: you learn from this rescue or this search? This. Um never stop. Don't believe what anyone says in the building, <laughs> you know, cause that guy said nobody was in there, you know? So, I mean, you should never believe what people say, you know, and I, you know, that's, that's the, the truth about everything. Always, always check it out for yourself, you right. know? Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, just go with your gut, you know, like, I thought maybe there was nobody up there when I didn't hear anything, but a second later, you know, like, I, I don't know if, if I would have went back down the stairs, if I didn't hear her, you know, but I, I, I'm just trying to think of something I learned. Yeah. Or, or pass on, you know,
0: knowledge to, to all of us out here. just.
1: just oh, well, to I told all the young guys, I go, listen, you know, you don't think somebody's going to go up, but look, this lady went up. Yeah. Good point. She went up. Why did she go up and not down the stairs? You don't know what, what people think when they're overcome with smoking, carbon monoxide. you know? So yeah. she went up to that rooftop. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, obviously, that door's been locked because of the way the lock is. So yeah. why did she go up there knowing what, it's locked?
0: One of the good things I heard about, like, I was listening to your story when you went on that floor three and you're calling out. You know, one of the things we always talk about It's like, you know, people, like, call out and then they're you know, they're hitting shit and trying to search. And it's like, dude, if you're like, like what I like you, you did is like you call out, stop. take a breath, stop, just stop. It might take three to five seconds. It might seem like an eternity, but like, that's what the reason we're here for. Like, I mean, you heard her cough. It was just, you know, you don't I mean, it might've been in response to what you're calling out, but if
1: you kept on moving around, you might not have heard her. Oh, no, definitely not. I wouldn't, if I didn't, I stopped probably four times, five times in that apartment when I was moving, after I would yell, like, where are you? You know, I would just stop and I would hold my breath. Like try to just hold my breath for, like I said, like you said, five, six, seven seconds. And it does seem long. And I'm like, you see, you think you're wasting your time, but you're not, you know? And I try to tell these, we have a lot of young guys on our department, a lot of young guys under, under seven years, a lot of them. And, I tell him that I go, you might think you're wasting your time, but you're not because, and that's what I told this. The one guy had talked to me uh, before I got off this morning, I told him if I didn't stop and listen for five to seven seconds, I would have never heard her. And I would have went into that next apartment and I, I would have gave that lady another minute, not even 30 seconds, yeah. you know, sitting in all that. Oh, I still can't believe you. alive. Oh, yeah, I swear to God. Yeah. Her I fake. love it. When I put my face to her face and it was all black, I'm like, oh, my God. We got to go now. You know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, right Joe. Well, uh, thanks for coming on to the show and sharing your story.
0: Uh,
1: it was crazy. It was amazing and crazy at the same time, you know? Absolutely. Just not – you don't experience sight. But when you're feeling and hearing everything, I, like it all comes back to me when we talk about it, but I didn't see anything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, like people say, what do you mean? I go, I didn't see anything, not a thing. Once I went up to the second floor, I didn't see any visual at all. And um, until I came back down to the first floor. Yeah. You know, and it was, it's crazy. But hey, you I know. Job. Yeah, it's it's excitement, though I'll tell you that. Yeah, yes, sir. You know, and I, and I tell my son, he just passed. Fire, he just passed fire school. He's on the volunteer department with me over here. We're on the truck, and uh, they, him, and his friends. They, you know, they asked. I tell them the story, and they're like, they get all excited, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know. Hell yeah. Yeah, I hope it, you know puts a little fire under their ass. You know that they want to do more for the community. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Not all, not all of us are going to be lucky enough to get a grab in there. there. Oh, no.
1: no, we're not. Most of it, you know, my, when I first got on in Passaic, the second, I think 2007, we had a fire up at a, we, and we found two kids, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like, is this what it's going to be like being a fireman in the city, the city here? Yeah. You know? But, but yeah, no, you know, it's nice when you've, when you get somebody down, it is. Absolutely. First one I had in in 2011. It was it was nice, you know. But okay. all about the job, I guess. Yes, know? sir. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, people. If you're out,
0: uh, if you're on the scene of a structure fire with a rescue or assist that are alive civilian that needed uh, help getting out, and uh, you want to share your story, get a hold of uh, Grant Schwalby at Residential Primary Search. Make it the grab Nick Ladine or myself. You can give me a call, 503-729-2734. Right on, man.